0: Dr. Loretta Brancaccio Terras from Kingsborough Community College discussed creating successful online learning environments for undergraduate biology students as part of the 2020 ASMQ plenary session. Brancaccio Terras has taught ASM courses one I took in 2015 and is the director of the Center for E-Learning at their campus. This session was from the summer of 2020 and ASM posted it to their YouTube channel on April 12, 2021. Broncaccio Terrace started by showing a photo of the beautiful campus on the Atlantic coast in New York and how it is often difficult for students to get on campus, therefore, the institution has promoted online courses. Broncaccio Terrace presented some responses from students describing online courses and the challenges of navigating the platform and course expectations. Dr. Loretta Broncaccio Terrace discussed creating a successful online learning environment during the 2020 ASMQ plenary session. Broncaccio Terras then shared research on online learning that I reproduced below because I found it informative, concerning, and though provoking. Students who do not log in during the first 10 days of the course are unlikely to be successful. Between 10-20% to 20% of students will begin to disengage by week 3 or 4. 12% of the students who left withdrew based their decision on their experience with the online instructor citing poor communication. Instructor presence in an online course is one of the factors known to have a direct impact on student success. Encouraging communication and feedback builds community. Broncaccio Terras did not provide a reference for this information. I have heard similar statistics mentioned at other sessions, on podcasts, and as part of Quality Matters, QM, training. Broncaccio Terras moved on to discuss five best practices in online course design that I mentioned below. Best practice 1. Create a clear communication plan. Broncaccio Terras specified what, when, and how information will be shared and make sure students know this information. The examples Broncaccio Terras provided were helpful and included using a CyberCaf discussion forum for general community questions and explaining your email response schedule. Best practice 2. Develop a routine for your course. Broncaccio Terras suggested having a predictable pattern. The example included a what's going on Monday email with learning objectives, activities, assessments and due dates, and how long it will take students to complete the activities. I appreciate learning from another source about the importance of including time estimates for students to plan. I have heard several different reasons for doing this, including equity as it helps learners new to an online system or coursework to plan. Broncaccio Terrace also encourages students to post to discussion forums by Wednesday and have assignments done by Fridays. This structure is similar to what I have been using in the courses I am teaching. One notable and important suggestion I currently don't do is to have a Sunday weekly wrap up email revisiting misconceptions from the prior week. We've been doing this on Tuesdays as part of feedback and reminders, and the Sunday schedule may help participants incorporate feedback before starting new modules. Best Practice 3 be strategic, timely, and positive with feedback. Broncaccio Terras suggests creating a map that aligns questions with learning objectives, using alternative assessments with less text, videos, image gallery, and using rubrics integrated into the learning management system, LMS. Broncaccio Terras mentions grading items within 48 hours. I try and usually aim for providing feedback within a week. For common issues, Broncaccio Terras recommends sending an announcement to all students. I have been using the Ask Questions Here forum for common issues as well as resources that would benefit the entire class, including mental health, wellness, and studying information. Finally, Broncaccio Terras says be positive and convey emotion, maybe using audio feedback. I do love audio feedback and messages. Our LMS makes it easy to include audio, tags, And images as part of announcements and feedback. We have even been using Bitmojis as an instructor weekly challenge. The three of us come up with Bitmojis for our weekly announcements. It has been a lot of fun. Best practice for view your course through the eyes of your learners. Broncaccio Terra suggests simplifying the course navigation, being realistic about student workload, vary activities to reflect different learner abilities, make material accessible, and to think about student availability to course content. I love these suggestions. Broncaccio Terras recommends that instructors take an online course. Taking an online course has certainly helped me realize what works for me and what doesn't. I think that Broncaccio Terras did a nice job emphasizing something we often take for granted, that backward design can help simplify and evaluate the workload involved in the course. The example that they provided on how each week is organized was useful because it reinforced the importance of including learning objectives, overview, estimated time, and activities and due dates in one place. For accessibility and universal design for learning, UDL, Brancaccio Terrace provided one of the best explanations for which fonts to use, sans serif fonts like Arial, Helvetica, and Avant-Garde. Not Times New Roman. One recommendation I haven't heard before was to use highlight for emphasis instead of color, for example. When discussing devices and connection, Broncaccio Terra showed an image I have seen before and had forgotten about, the bandwidth immediacy matrix for instructors to consider the bandwidth requirements for different activities. Importantly, the matrix helps us think about how we can put some students at a disadvantage because of inequities in access. Best practice 5, build community to encourage success. Broncaccio Terra's listed discussion boards, help forums slash wikis, and an FAQ section as resources we can include to build community. As an instructor, Broncaccio Terras suggested creating an online dialogue through introductions and modeling. Prompts are key for successful discussion forums and Broncaccio Terras recommended using open-ended questions, listing reasons without duplicates, or asking students to respectfully disagree. I haven't asked students to respectfully disagree. I can see several ways I can create prompts that encourage students to share their opinions about best practices or methods for specific experiments. I will keep these suggestions in mind. Brancaccio Terrace ended by asking, why online? The reasons listed included providing opportunities for those who may be unable to attend in person. I agree. I believe, hope, we will see more online courses as it will be difficult, unfair, unethical? To return to in-person only options that in some cases limit and are ablest. Broncaccio Terras emphasized the importance of good teaching requiring careful course design and attention to facilitation. Several attendees mentioned how useful the concrete examples Broncaccio Terras provided were. I agree. The five best practices shared are fantastic. One question was about synchronous and asynchronous courses, and I think the response Broncaccio Terras gave was awesome. I enjoyed this session. I'm glad I was able to watch it. As part of ASMQ 2020, Broncaccio Terras provided five actionable suggestions for creating better online courses. Photo by Armin Rimoldi on Pexels.com.